ಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣಿ So from 17 ಸಂಕಲ್ಪೋಗಸಾಧನಂ very interesting yeah. so just to summarize what we have been looking at very important section because it is going to segue segue means going to lead us from isha srishti to jeeva srishti and uh, in you know we have seen in detail ishvara srishti and now we are going to see in detail what this jeeva srishti is and so this this portion that talks about the the uh, you know uh, jiva and ishvara what is that at the at the buffet <laughs> how else to describe it because for the for the jiva everything is a buffet <laughs> everything is grab grab i want to have i want to have i need i want it is mine then that is not yet mine and what is not yet mine has to be made into mine this is what it is and not only does is there a, a a tussle you know amongst various jeevas to get most of the what is it called the, the srishti ishvara srishti for their own personal use and, and there is also a tussle between you know in the individual jeeva you know with ishvara except ishvara is not participating in the tussle yeah ishvara is not participating in the tussle but the jeeva who feels slighted and who feels i don't have enough blames ishvara for the inability to convert everything into objects of consumption so bhoga vastu you cannot uh, talk about it as uh, objects of enjoyment you know bhoga is uh, often uh, translated as enjoyment there's nothing to enjoy here you know because everything that causes joy immediately causes sorrow in the process of converting this ishvara srishti and so therefore what so therefore uh, the verse number 17 says ishena yatyapi etani etani means what all these seven forms of quote unquote consumption enjoyment etc ishena yatyapi etani nirmitani even though they have been created created projected by ishvara swarupatah meaning in the form of how it is supposed to be according to their nature although these are produced by ishvara alone then tathapi even though then jnana karmabhyam so with the help of jnana prayers and meditation and supplication and surrender to for that very ishvara and karmabhyam and through various other forms of action act 
acting upon the Srishti, you know, mentally and physically, the Jiva converts Ishvara's projection, Ishvara's projected universe into Annata. Annata means the status of being Annam. Annam here, not to be confused with food, literally, Annam means what? Objects of, you know, consumption. So, the, there is a kind of a interesting segue into this, this whole section in this, in this verse, uh, in this stanza, very nice. So, there is, so what Vidyaranya Swamiji is trying to tell us is that there is an objective projection of the universe by Ishvara. And why is it objective? Because Ishvara is unafflicted. <laughs> Ishvara washes off the hands of the creation, so to speak, uh, from trying to micromanage it and tweak it according to Ishvara's own needs. That thing is not there. That's why it's an objective, you know, uh, creation or a, what is it called, projection. Why? Because there is no agenda that I have to milk something out of the creation that agenda is not there. So, there is a uh, very important uh, way in which verse number 17 is bringing us to uh, bringing us to uh, look at a, at a crucial thing. One is that Yadyapi Ishena Nirmitani Swarupataha Tathapi Jnana Karma Bhyam Jeevaha Akarshit Tad Annatam So, there is a, uh, you know, there is an objective projection of the universe which is, for, for which Ishvara is responsible we have seen that in detail how the created is not separate from the creator and the so and the so called creation is more of a manifestation of that Satchidanandam Brahman alone, that Brahman alone is manifest as the universe and the universe is dependent upon that Brahman. It has it is mithya, it is a mithya bhutam jagat and this mithya bhutam jagat is a you know is is relying upon that uh, satyam jnanam anantam vastu called Brahman, which is Satyam Jnana Manantam means that consciousness alone is projecting this universe, upholding this universe, taking back this universe. So the universe has a very iffy connection with which, uh, you know, uh, because it is relying on that consciousness on uh, which is called, you know, Ishwara's Sankalpa or will here because when we talk about it from the standpoint of Jagat then you know Ishwaratvam is born because when the Jagat is there then there is the created creator relationship and all this is there and so this we have seen so there is so the, uh, the universe is utterly 100% objective because Ishvara doesn't want to milk out of the universe any agenda. The Even though I joke about this, the Jagat is not a TV show for Ishvara's entertainment. Ha! <laughs> I joke I joke about this sometime. That's why Bhagavan doesn't need uh, cable TV because all the jivas are there and each jiva is a reality show. I joke about it sometimes, but that is not correct. That is not real. It's just a I'm just kidding. And so therefore, Ishvara washes off the hands of trying to micromanage the jagat, and the jiva has some free will and in the human body the, the jiva endowed with the human body has a complete manifestation of consciousness you know full, fully purnaha full enough to make a judgment upon itself upon the jagat and upon, upon the jagat that it objectifies and upon other jivas and upon Ishvara it makes it's free enough to judge itself and in the light of its judgment, the judgment is never positive except for five minutes. So there is always a negative adhyasa over the jagat, over the Ishvara and over other jivas, over itself. 
Why is there always a negative projection? Projection here is Adhyasa. Because of what is the, you know, what is Jeevatvam? Jeevatvam, Jeevanes is characterized by Ajnanam. And so when the Ajnanam is predominant, so Agrahanam, not grasping the Vastu, not grasping its own nature, not grasping the fact that this whole Jagat is a projection and I am not the projected, I am, uh, you know, I am nothing but that Satchidananda, I am one with the projector, it doesn't know. And if it doesn't know that, it quickly comes to the wrong conclusion because if you don't know the rope, you, you can mistake it for the snake. If you don't know that this is a stump of a tree and you know, and the tree looks like this, you think it's a person, you know, Purushaha Eva Sthanuhu, so this, this you know, or Sthanureva Purushaha, so when you look at the stump of the tree, then you mistake it for a person in the dark and then you shine the light and see that it is a harmless stump of a tree it's not some kind of a gargoyle waiting for you uh, so agrahanam leads to anyatha grahanam this much we have to understand agrahanam vastunaha agrahanam vastu here means reality not understanding the reality and here paramarthika vastunaha Agrahanam, not understanding the Paramartha, Paramarthika, we have seen those terms, so I am not going to write them down again. Paramarthika means the absolute reality of everything being a projection of this consciousness, including, you know, Jeevatvam and Ishwaratvam are statuses of being Ishvara and Jiva. Those statuses are also superimposed upon that very consciousness, just like in that you know in the ocean there is a big wave called tsunami and a small wave you know called a little ripple not even worth being called a wave a small little wave and the small wave endowed with a human mind you know comes to the conclusion oh I am not this I am just a small wave all the bigger waves are out to get me and the one that I have to be the most worried about is Ishvara Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya Namaste Rudramanyava Utota Ishave Namaha Oh Namaha to this wave Namaha to all the various fronds and the and everything of this wave Oh Lord don't direct your arrows of karma and karma phala upon me bless me save me this is what the small wave and the wave needs a guru to wave at this wave and say what are you doing why are you so miserable you are you are not the, the wave that is not your reality that's just a little you know that's just a little blip here that's just a little manifestation the truth of you is water the truth of that big wave that you call you know that is endowed with Ishparatva is also water and when this is understood, then even though the differences may prevail, we are not trying to remove the differences. The differences are there, but they are sublated. Sublated in Sanskrit means Badhita. They are as though they don't matter. <laughs> they don't matter. Huh. That is the whole idea. They don't matter because I I know my reality. You know, it's like that. It's like that fellow. The story that is told is this fellow had a complex. So what? Every fellow has a complex. No, no. This fellow had a complex within a complex. What was the complex? He, uh, you know, had a strange disease, a mental disorder where he thought he was a cat and much to the horror of his wife and children he would only meow and when he was happy he would purr and then what would he do he insisted on lapping his milk from a dish you know on the floor and he would walk on all fours of course naturally the family was very alarmed and then when they heard 
that a very world famous psychiatrist is coming to town to give some lectures and do some consultations the wife you know took took the husband to to see this doctor and then the doctor saw the husband and you know said okay i think i can help i think i can definitely help can you please leave him by you know with me alone she said okay she waited in the living room and the, in the in the uh, waiting room of the office and then you know the the doctor took the man who thought he was a cat in the office and then explained to him you know what you are a human being you are not a cat no i am a cat no no you are a human being look and then he got one his own pet cat brought and then he said see this is a cat you don't look like that and he showed him the mirror you are a human being you look like me oh okay thank you doctor and then he with the lo and behold after some counseling the man was cured <laughs> so to speak and for, and the wife was overjoyed to see the husband emerge from the doctor's office not on all fours but walking normally normally walking she was thrilled she was so happy she gave the doctor a hug you know and then said thank you thank you and then the doctor said and then she was little worried what if there is a relapse the doctor said yeah, it might happen don't worry you know i will uh, i will talk to him and you just hears my phone number call if he, if there is a relapse call so then everything was all right except he saw the 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 wife saw that he was not rejoining his work he was in fact not even going out of the house so 3 days went like that he was normal at home but he was not going out of the house and when she would tell he would say no i'm not going out and then you know she called the doctor the doctor said okay he's not going out of the house that's strange put him on let me talk to him so what are you he asked over the phone well doctor i am i am not a cat i am a human being very good said the doctor now i just don't understand then why are you not going out of the house don't you know that you are a human being doctor said the man i know i am a human being but all those street dogs out there they may not know i am a human being they may think i am a cat and attack me that's why i'm not going out <laughs> you know this is the <laughs> this is the jeeva's sthiti <laughs> what will somebody else think and then so therefore what so therefore this 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 whole uh, you know this projection is the, the, there is something called a subjective projection this is what uh the uh, swami vidyaranya wants to talk about and wants to introduce in a very unique way and a subtle way so that you know we are able to understand this and so he says that the ishvara srishti is is an objective srishti but the jiva keeps acting upon that srishti and quote unquote converting it into its own object of enjoyment enjoyment within quotes actually why bhoga is translated as enjoyment is because the intention behind behind it is to enjoy but then it leads to sorrow just like the wave that is afraid of the tsunami thinking itself separate and so the guru wave has to counsel the little wave and say you are water that uh, tsunami wave is also water and from that standpoint the differences are is it, it they, they don't we don't have to wipe out the differences you have to ishvarize the differences at first and then you have to see the differences as you know as non separate from you the differences are non separate from you how are they non separate from me just like the you know the text uh, called advaita makaranda says maye vodeti chidvyamni jagat gandharva pattanam atoham nakatham brahma sarvagnam sarvakaranam 
mai eva in me alone and what is this me body no mind no senses no complexes no in me chit vyomani in this vast space of consciousness in this limitless quote unquote space that is consciousness mayevodeti mayeva udeti in me alone in this consciousness which is me which i have reclaimed to be myself you know in this space of consciousness called i in this me rises udeti what jagat so the jagat rises in me like even the clouds in the sky if that take on various shapes and forms like rabbit dog cat human being somebody carrying a basket this is all the cloud castle uh, castles in the air we say so this is like a jagat gandharva pattanam this is like a celestial city made up of clouds atah aham na katham brahma so therefore how can i not be brahman tell me that you know sarvagnyam which is all knowledge which is nothing but knowledge and this knowledge which transcends the knower known and means of knowledge divide there is no division in this knowledge undivided indivisible all knowingness and that knowingness is you know resting in that being uh, the all knowledge cannot just be floating around it has to rest in a conscious being and that conscious being is nothing but consciousness and that consciousness is all knowledge knower is yet to come known is yet to come that object subject difference and the and and that which sustains the object subject difference the status of the knower that is operating the means of knowledge all these are absent in this understanding that all this is me alone so therefore i am brahman i am ishvara sarvagyam all knowledge sarvakaranam the cause of every division is is the indivisible me very beautiful and so that is what is you know atmagyanam and this jiva is far from that not by space or time but because of ignorance and because of this ignorance what does the jiva do the jiva has a has a has a complex you know has a huge what is that you know a a a a, a galaxy sized complex i am not enough and so if one thinks i am not enough what is one going to do try to become enough through action because that's the only thing that is there but action and knowledge i have told you like a, a, like oil and water they never mix because what the jiva is after is that which is uncreated unproduced not knowing that it is only trying to milk something out of this you know so called creation which doesn't even have a leg to stand on which is like jagat gandh which is like the jagat which is gandharva pattanam gandharva pattanam means what you know an imaginary city made up of clouds etc you know so therefore you know just like you see some shapes and you can if you are sitting in the plane without a book to read and then you can just look out of the window you can entertain yourself you can even see once once i saw it looked like you know some flames and people sitting around a yagna <laughs> ha huh. and with using your imagination you can see that they are offering cloudy ghee into the cloud fire and the cloud people you can you can you can you know have so much fun so like this you know this is this is what it is if you don't understand then you say oh i am running out of ghee i have to go buy ghee then this is what happens so if one doesn't know one is satchidanandam brahma which is the cause of the jagat one does one is not in touch with oneself as ishvara then you know the jagat becomes you know the jagat becomes what mithya which is uh, the jagat becomes sat because when sat is not known mithya becomes sat vithya doesn't mean false it means a dependent reality so this dependent reality becomes sadvastu and if the jagat becomes real then all everything becomes real
the the uh, annoying neighbor becomes real and the, all the people out to get get the person become become real oh i have to get this i don't have this that right in the beginning that complex becomes real i have to get this i don't have this i have to make this i have to go for this oh i'm still not satisfied there is a rat race there is this there is that there is all these things have to become real ayyo what do you go how to you know how to this is i have to get what is real and what is real is what you know the real thing what is that coca cola that's all you can say you know because the real thing is not understood everything that is not real and not ultimately real becomes real and this is how the jeeva's relationship to the jagat is what is one of you know worshiping names and forms taking them to be real means i rely on them for my happiness for my satisfaction and my content and so i try to get things out of them so each name and form becomes an object of frenetic pursuit feverish pursuit and so this feverish pursuit you know lands one in hot water all the time lands one in hot water because the moment you get it it is elusive it self destructs or it gets destroyed by you know the five elements <laughs> fire damage water damage i mean you can see in in california last year you know whole cities was were destroyed whole towns were destroyed because of fire and then some other places you know north carolina etc and so many places you know tornado damage water damage so five elements are always there and you know and there are other sources of destruction as well and so when one falls in love with the name and form you know as as the truth of oneself as the real thing then one is always ending up you know empty handed and disappointed so the jeeva doesn't realize this and the jeeva acts upon the universe from that brahma brahma means wrong conclusion delusion and then acting upon the universe produces a few things on its own meaning distorts the universe to objects of consumption and and transforms the universe through its prayer and the prayer produces what is called adrishta invisible you know results which are given uh, to the jiva to lead a comfortable life and then it modifies the jagat through action the jiva and and then the action also physical action also leads to certain results which are either favorable or unfavorable so this is what is called gnana karma abhyam so gnana means mental action such as prayer etc and then karma is physicalized action such as even it could be physicalized prayer but here since prayer is already there meditation is already there and uh, action here means you know actually physical action of acting upon the universe so now we have this paramarthikam sat so we have this paramarthika and then this paramarthika projects the vyavaharika the the everyday reality the objective reality is called vyavaharikam jagat and then the uh, what is that then the jiva does not relate to the vyavaharika objectively and the subjective spin that is given to the vyavaharika is called pratibhasika the jiva's mental framework and that is described in the uh, you know in the in verse number 18 ishakaryam jeevabhogyam ishakaryam means this ishvara's universe the product so to speak the projection of ishvara as the jagat therefore is converted constantly by the jeeva into objects of comfort consumption satisfaction etc and therefore this jagat is split into two or the jagat comprises of two things objective projection and subjective understanding 
dvabhyam samanvitam so you see there is a very interesting you know difference here so the ishvara ishvara is looking upon the jagat objectively it's just a projection it's a custom made jagat ordered to fulfill the jivas karmas etc we can say that on the vyavaharika level on the paramarthika level there is even this projection is challenged what projection where is it you know if if the projection relies on ishvara is does it even is can it even be considered real all that is real is satchidanandam brahma the projection comes and goes like even your dream so but the jiva not understanding it makes it into a subjective reality and what is the ingredient of this subjective reality this are the in the main ingredient of subjective reality uh, of the jiva making this jagat into a, a what is that pratibhasika pratibhasika means a subjective reality the main ingredient is agyanam not understanding the truth of itself and so the jagat is transformed into something that is paramarthikam which is not and therefore the jiva grieves and then so here the example you know not a, uh, you know it's an example that is a, a timed example an obsolete example because writing in the 13th century and if you look at the gender relations and the patriarchal nature of you know the whole world how it was in the 13th century you can understand so the example that is given is that pitrujanya so the the parents raised the, the daughter very objectively and in fact they raised her to be a well adjusted wife yeah that is how that is how uh, you know that that is how they the parents used to raise the daughter not just in india even though this is an indian example you know in every part of the world it was like that except in few pockets where that they were the they had a matrilineal you know matriarchy and matrilineal uh, you know way uh, uh, customs that was there in few pockets of the world but the rest of the places it was a patriarchal society not a matriarchal society and so therefore what the daughter was seen as you know as belonging to the family of where she was going to get married and so the there was a certain kind of an objectivity with regard to the doctor daughter because <coughs> with regard to the son the parents would say oh this is our own child the daughter is being raised for someone else that is what the example here it's obsolete but that is what the uh, you know swami vidyaranya wants us to see to get past our uh, own uh, you know Uh, what is that rankling at this uh, you know obsolete example and to just see what is being talked about so with regard to the daughter the parents were very objective in the sense that there was not that kind of a delusional attachment to the daughter so there was not that expectation that she will take care of them that she should be exactly how they want her to be because they would know that she is going to go away to her own you know marital home and so they would raise her in an objective way whereas with the son they were very attached to the son oh this is our future we are going to rely on him he is going to do our uh, you know ceremony funeral ceremony and then because uh, because devoid of a funeral ceremony no nobody can go to heaven etc that is the belief in the hindu thing so we need a funeral ceremony and the sun will do that he is our staff our stick with which we will walk in the old age all these expectations are put upon the sun and the sun is pressured to take care of them the daughter with the daughter there the, there is no pressure that is the idea so pitrujanya meaning you know the daughter is definitely created created so to speak you know brought to the world by the parents but in an objective way just like ishvara doesn't lean upon the jagat in fact the jagat leans upon ishvara just like even with the daughter the parents are objective you know 
they allow her to be who she is rather than saying you have to take care of us you have to do this for us that kind of bhrama is not there that kind of a pressure of wanting something from the daughter is not there she is just loved for who she is just like ishvara just loves the jagat because the jagat is an extension of himself herself there is no pressure for the jagat to make ishvara happy and then the same daughter is married into another family does the same objectivity continue no the first day itself the mother in law tells oh you better learn the ways of our household because how you act really you know reflect on the whole family you have to you know take this reputation of this household and make it bigger you have to be the lakshmi of this household griha lakshmi and so you have to act in certain ways you cannot do this this is not our way and the husband says oh how you act reflects upon me so you better get your act together this is how we do that objectivity is not there so the paternal maternal natal home of the daughter here is 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 ishvara's jagat <laughs> correct and the daughter here is equal to the vastus in the, the the daughter is jagat itself all the, the the vastus in the jagat the whole jagat is the daughter duhita daughter is the vastu and that daughter is then transformed acted upon by what by the jeevas and the jeevas here are the people in the marital home brother in law sister in law what else mother in law father in law husband you know bridegroom all these things and later on the children they will all have some subjective claims and want to mold the new bride into their ways because of the patriarchal you know Uh, ways of being and so the marital the people in the marital home are equal to the jeevas who are acting upon the jagat the jagat is the daughter herself and the the natal home the mother and father of the daughter uh, you know are what are like ishvara they don't have any expectation they just love her for who she is because she is going to go to a different house and so they don't have any pressure they don't want anything out of her that is the example okay and then verse number 19 you know is going to sum this up sum up everything that we have studied in a very very interesting way and is is going to sum sum it up succinctly and beautifully because you know the uh, this is just how to put it all in one verse we have to learn from swami vidyaranya so to conclude he says you know maya vrittyatmakah sankalpah hi hi indeed janau sadhanam janihi means the the jagat janihi janau so for the jagat sadhanam the the uh, the cause you know the the seed sadhanam here means the seed the aid the aid to this jagat the seed of this jagat is what isha sankalpa ishvara's intentionality becomes the seed of the jagat we have seen this you know and that sankalpa what about this sankalpa is different we have seen that in detail and what is this sankalpa this sankalpa is you know is the is nothing but maya maya here means knowledge so the sankalpa here is knowledge and that knowledge with the help of maya shakti which is the power of the lord is the cause of the jagat okay now then the 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 jagat we saw is consumed into what into a personal buffet by the jeeva so how does that take place so that uh, you know uh, that that, uh, that transformation of the objective jagat into a subjective pressure filled ragadvesha fulfillable jagat you know or objects of uh, you know consumption how does that transformation take place because of manovritti 
Manovrityatmakam. What is this Manovritti? Simply by the modifications of the mind. So the pressure, the Ragadvesha powered mind, which is powerful enough to transform the objective Jagat into the subjective objects of consumption. This is the Jeeva's Sankalpa. So, so now we have, now we are very interestingly introduced to the two Sankalpas and that's why we spent earlier a lot of time groundwork. We laid the groundwork by talking about the differences in the Sankalpas. Ishvara's Sankalpa and Jeeva's Sankalpa. We, we, we had talked about the differences. The question now is, who remembers so that we can sum it up here. So help me remember, you know, uh, yeah, remind me and tell me what is the, what are the differences between Ishvara's Sankalpa intention with regard to the Jagat or with regard to making of the Jagat and Jeeva's Sankalpa. What are the differences? Yes. So first of all, you know, yeah, we'll take uh, what, uh, uh, Sujal Bhai said first, Ishvara's Sankalpa is spontaneous. It is not kind of, you know, uh, a machination of all kinds of, you know, um, some kind of a, like, oh, I want to get this, I have to do this. It is spontaneous. And, and it is objective, devoid of Ragadvesha. Devoid of Ragadvesha. Devoid of agenda. Correct. And then effortless, yeah. It's not that you have, you know, see the uh, jiva sankalpa. Between the sankalpa and the fulfilling of that sankalpa, a lot of uh, jnana karma is involved. <laughs> Prayer, wanting this, effort, running around, doing this, doing that, getting this, you know. These, these these four kinds of actions are there on part of the jiva. I'm going to elaborate on what you have uh, very beautifully summarized here, you know, by talking about the differences between the Ishvara's Sankalpa and Jeeva's Sankalpa. You know, there is no agenda, no Ragadveshas and no pressure, therefore, and no, uh, you know, uh, no planning, you know, in the sense of wanting to fulfill some desire. So it's a spontaneous, objective, effortless sankalpa on part of the Ishvara and on part of Jiva to transform the Jagat into objects of consumption. It is a frenetic, pressure-filled pursuit based on wrong understanding. So, the, so therefore what? So therefore Isha Srishti is what? Mayatmika. Mayatmika means because of the power of Maya to project. All that there is is just a pure projection without unafflicted by the, the, the desire to gain joy, the desire to be comfortable. There is not a single whit of any kind of a pressure or, or ragadvesha in the Sankalpa. Whereas the Jiva Sankalpa is a spotted sankalpa <laughs> dotted with ragadveshas, you know, and then what? And then the ragadveshas create pressure to milk the jagat and to transform the jagat into an object of enjoyment, various objects of enjoyment because the jiva doesn't know I am the source of the enjoyment. So the jiva's sankalpa is frenetic, pressure filled, not spontaneous, not objective and then therefore leading to sorrow. So manovrityatmikam and then so in other words Ishvara's Sankalpa, Ishvara's Jagat is Vyavaharikam Sat and then Jeeva's Jagat is, is Pratibhasikam Sat. In fact, we can even say Ishvara's Jagat, from the standpoint of Ishvara, the Jagat is oneself alone. The Jagat is non-separate from that which is Paramarthika. But the Paramarthika Vastu is not Jagat. That's why we have to bring in Vyavaharika. The Vyavaharika otherwise has no meaning. Vyavaharika means the, the uh, objective reality. So the objective reality doesn't have any meaning. When, you know, if the jiva uh, is not involved into the, in the picture, 
if the jiva is not in the picture the objective reality has no meaning at all so the objective subjective comes where when the subjective fellow is there ha because there is pratibhasika uh, satta because there is the possibility of this distorted view then we have to bring in that there is an objective view of the jagat otherwise the jagat is just an extension of the paramarthikam sat the word vyavaharika comes because the jiva has the capacity of distorting the the jagat into i i want this i don't want this raga dvesha based distortion so therefore to walk back we we have to tell the jiva look at the jagat as vyavaharikam look at the jagat as ishvara ishvara is the jagat and then with the help of the knowledge you are that ishvara so all there is is paramarthika alone <laughs> that's why in the vedantic tradition in the panchadashi itself we have seen, we, we 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 have seen in other situations you know chapter 8 to a certain extent chapter 10 etc uh they and some other ch- ch- chapter 7 uh you know they all talk about the uh, you know the the school uh you know where which is called drishti srishti vada drishti srishti vada means that you know they, they, this was uh, what is that you know this was uh, founded by one prakashananda in the uh, you know in the medieval times i, I don't know exactly when and so the the seeds of that were already there in vidyaranya's time although it was vidyaranya was two centuries ahead of this they were already seeds of their uh, seeds of this uh, uh, drishti srishti vada there in in the time of vidya swami vidyaranya that's why he refers to it and what is this drishti srishti vada you know it was there among the scholars a prevalent opinion vada means a prevalent opinion among the vedantins and which was later found you know solidified in in uh, by by one swami prakashananda and what is this drishti srishti vada so we talk about the three orders of reality and the drishti srishti vadins you know talk about only two orders of reality there is the subjective reality which is what pratibhasika of course and then paramarthika only is there the pratibhasika is a distortion of paramarthika all that there is is brahman and all that there is is you know uh, the this satchidanandam uh, brahma this satyam jnanam anantam vastu that consciousness alone is the vastu and then that distortion whatever distortion i bring if i have wrong thoughts about you know myself about the the jagat about whatever you know then it is pratibhasika but what about the jagat you know <laughs> then the question is is there a jagat can you really establish an objective jagat ah that is the question they ask the drishti srishti vadins ask the question a very pertinent question they are correct you know uh, is there a jagat outside of what you see you know and you have to your constraint to say no there is no jagat outside of outside of the drishti so now the drishti when you see something you know you are always looking at it from the standpoint there is already a difference between you subject object difference is always there and then so what you see is what pratibhasika no but i have resolved my ragadveshas and now i am seeing the world as just par, just paramarthikam vastu because i have atmagyanam and then you know what does uh, the the drishti srishti vadin say ayushyaman bhava yes may you live long <laughs> come to our camp that is what we are also saying if you have resolved the jagat into paramarthikam vastu that's all we are saying there is no more pratibhasika and until you do that the paramarthika is acted upon to pratibhasika so they uh, to converted into pratibhasika so there is no point in talking about any middle level jagat so that is swallowed up <laughs> so after gnanam the vyavaharika is swallowed up really speaking but then you know uh, the uh, the you know the 
drishti srishti vadins differ from us in this way you know they, this is not an essential difference it is an as though difference because we bring in the vyavaharikam jagat because we already have problems with dissociation and uh, disconnection so therefore what do we want to do we want to make sure that we are grounded in an objective you know way i see the tree you see the tree somebody from china if they are brought here they will also see the tree so there is an objective jagat that is established because we need something to hold on to because otherwise we are in already spinning in some kind of a subjectivity and then when uh, and then for that person to be straight away introduced to paramarthikam vastu is not possible so we talk about an objective jagat and here too swami vidyaranya very carefully talks about the objective jagat in the example of the daughter and the wife you know the wife is a subjective jagat here represents the subjective jagat the daughter represents an objective creation you know devoid of agenda and then where the wife is full of agenda in a patriarchal society there are you know many various agenda with regard to the the newly married bride in a patriarchal society so like this you know the objective jagat is 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 there is a tug of war as it were you know ishvara lets go of the rope and lets the jeeva fall that's what the whole thing is and crawl back to paramarthika so the objective jagat is is established purposely here to be able to do two things to be able to better understand this subjectivity and number 2 to be able to give up this subjectivity and see the jagat as ishvara so you first ishvarize the jagat and then you understand yourself as that ishvara and then the jagat is there but it is what you know it is it is uh, it is this vismriti prayah it is prayah means mostly forgotten <laughs> yeah saddarshanam ramana maharshi's saddarshanam says that it is it is there but it doesn't matter to the gyani the jagat doesn't matter it is there it is enjoyable it is it is benign it has no longer the power to afflict so if it if the if the power of affliction is not there then whatever doesn't afflict doesn't matter so that is what we have to see so that was a little what should i say uh, a, a kind of a little bit of a um, scholarly foray into into this the drishti srishti vada but that is not what is being subscribed to in this chapter and that is not be, what is being subscribed to in the arshavidya parampara either in the arshavidya parampara that we teach pujya swami ji's lineage we don't subscribe to that completely even though that is the truth the, the drishti srishti vada there is no reason to give up the vyavaharika until and unless it is given up by the person who you know gains the knowledge it is not really given up it's as though given up it doesn't matter but for now we need that middle level because this whole chapter is based on this vyavaharikam sat establishing this vyavaharikam sat so that one can see, uh, see this as a foothold like you know when you have this mountain climbing things for children you know inside uh, some amusement park there will be things to hold on to you know, you need something to hold on to to evolve spiritually and so therefore this uh, this thing is made very clear in verse number 19 that there are as it were two srishtis one objective srishti of ishvara and the frenetic subjective srishti of the jiva because their sankalpas of looking at the srishti and relating to the srishti are very different and then you know and this is illustrated in verse number 20 with an example let us read isha nirmita manyadau vastunye kavidhe sthite isha nirmita manyadau vastunye kavidhe sthite bhoktridhi vrit 
भोगो तद्भोगो बहुदेश्यते भोक्तृधिवृत्ति नद्भोगो बहुदेश्यते मीनिंग ईश निर्मित so he gives an example to illustrate that there are in fact two sankalpas acting upon the srishti ishvara's sankalpa and pressureless sankalpa and jeeva's pressure filled sankalpa so uh, so to speak there are two srishtis one srishti is you know projected through by the jeeva completely through the mental distortions of the jeeva and the other srishti is just a benign you know srishti projected by the ishvara without agenda and this is illustrated by the example of a gem gem here means mani so gem means a precious gem so like a precious stone so isha nirmita manyadav for instance he says you know in things are uh, created by ishvara projected by ishvara such as a gem for an example vastu aneka vidhe sthite you know aneka vidhe vastu uh, vastuni uh, sorry vastuni eka vidhe sthite so in vastuni in objects of creation such as gem etc you know eka vidhe sthite so in these gems etc which only which always remain the same it's not that the diamond turns into the sapphire one day and then turns into emerald another day diamond is diamond alone if you look at it today it is diamond tomorrow it is diamond day after tomorrow also it is diamond ek videsh sthite vastuni then you know what happens to that ek videsh sthite so with regard to things that are the same what happens there are more than one projection there is more than one projection you know bahudha ishyate you know tad bhogah from the standpoint of the bhoga of that vastu so the vastu being the same from the stand seen from the standpoint of the jeeva's desire to do bhoga of the vastu what happens the you know bahudha ishyate so ishyate means the you know there is there are various projections upon this one gem there are various ways the jeevas relate to the various, this one gem how many gems are there one gem which is the same which looks the same same diamond and there is some objective things about this gem that can be established there is a certain weight and then there is a certain class you know they say that uh, uh, what is that vvvs ha uh, vvvs1 means what very 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 slight occlusion <laughs> occlusion means some um, you know disturbance is that the clarity level so the the most expensive diamond will be one which is categorized as vvvs1 <laughs> meaning there is one or two occlusions but very 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 slight then vvs1 slightly cheaper diamond <laughs> vvv vs1 little cheap little more occlusions ha ah. so then this is what is the gradations so those gradations are objectively made because the person looks a, you know sticks a magnifying glass into their eye and the gemologist is able to see this and all of them are able to come to an objective conclusion about the 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 uh, what is that the preciousness of this gem correct so in this you know it has a certain weight it has a certain and the weight of the gem is measured in carat and not c a r r o t k a r a t so in carats and then this carats and occlusion make up this gem correct yeah and then i'll take two more minutes today and then so isha nirmita manyadav vastuni ek vidhe sthite then what happens bahudha ishyate so in this one vastu there are many 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 projections based on what bhoktra dhivritti nanatvat nanatvat means 
because of the manifoldness of what bhoktri of the bhoktas of the ones waiting to consume this gem the ones who are affected by the gem the ones that are wanting to see this gem or are already seeing the gem as you know as an object of enjoyment etc then bhoktri means the person who is the bhokta dhivritti dhivritti means mental modification thoughts so the projected thoughts upon the gem are many the gem is one and the same so one gem and then many projections on that poor one ishvara's gem many jeevik projections okay more we shall see tomorrow tomorrow you know we can see that uh, more in detail om purnamadav purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaga purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम